Hello, everyone. My name is Ala Pegde. And my name is Siddharth Serpineni. And we are going to be talking about our predictions for the 2022 NBA season. So first, I'm going to give my predictions about the Western Conference. So starting off at the one seed, I think it'll be the Suns. So they're really built, uh, well built in like offense and defense. I think they'll be top five next year in like both categories. They've got a good point guard in Chris Paul, a good perimeter shot makers in Devin Booker, and they have a good big man. So yeah, they'll be good both ways, I think. Do you think the Suns are easily going to recover from the loss in the finals? I mean, everyone thought they would win. They had so much momentum going with them. What do you think happened? I think they'll be out for revenge this year, actually. So I think they'll just fuel them more. Yeah, they'll be a little tired, but I think they'll come back better next year, especially okay. they have a lot of young players. So Okay, yeah. respectable. Uh, um, so in the second seed, I got the Jazz. I know that's a little bit uh, like really similar to last year, but... Just again, same thing as the Suns. They're really well-built offense and defense. I think they'll be like uh, close to top five at least. And they have everything, literally shooting, defense. Yeah. And how far do you think the Jazz are going to go in the playoffs this year? I mean, last year we saw they didn't really go far. Do you think they were in over their heads or they got scared or tight? Or what do you think happened? Honestly, that's actually, um, I think they won't do as well in the playoffs necessarily. Because in the playoffs, first of all, you need those stars. And they do have Donovan Mitchell, but just a lot of other Western Conference teams have better veterans. And then also on top of that, Rudy Gobert got exposed in the playoffs last year. Like he can't play much perimeter defense. So I think they'll be exposed in the playoffs. So I don't know about that, honestly. Like they could be a second round exit kind of team. But at least in the regular season, I think they'll be good. Yeah. Okay, what about your third? Um, my third, I got the Lakers. I think this is more of just like a pure uh, talent thing. Like in terms of uh, individual players, I think they're the most talented or one of the most talented teams in the league, at least in the Western Conference. So I think just off pure talent, they could get a three seed. I don't know how well the chemistry will be, but I think they got the regular season to work that out. So I got them a little high at the three seed, but yeah. Okay, I would actually like you to elaborate on that. The Lakers last year, they barely made the playoffs and then they got completely exposed in the first round by the Suns. I know there was some injury and some things we can't predict to that, but why do you place them so high? Do you think Westbrook really adds that much value? Do you think Carmelo Anthony is really that worth it? Also, they've been 0-6 this season. Um, I do think, first of all, um, last year they were a high seed. If I, Yeah, they were a high seed. They were like a number one seed at one point. But just injuries, I think, cost them those uh, spots, especially in such a crowded race last year. So they like uh, a few losses dropped them all the way to the seventh seed. So I hope like um, like not considering injuries, I think they could get the three seed. And yes, they do have like completely legitimate chemistry concerns with Westbrook and like there's not much shooting on the floor. Um, but just having LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and at least talented role players like. There's just so much talent. I can't count them out of the three seed. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so for the fourth seed, I got the Warriors. Um, this one is just, it, people can't forget the core of this team of Curry, Clay, and Draymond literally went 73 and nine uh, five years ago or so. So this is a, a team that has proven uh, chemistry and pr proven they could go extremely far. Um, and yes, I know their role players are not the same as it once was but they do have some talented players and I think that could get them the four seed. Speaking of, do you think Steph Curry is going to be anywhere as good as he was last year? He had to carry the team on his back last year and I think he performed amazing. What do you think? Yeah, I think he'll be just as good as he was last year. 
his stats may go down a slight bit just because he has better players around him than last year, but he'll be just as talented. So that'll be he'll be the like most of the team's chances will be rested upon his shoulders, though. Okay. Another thing I want to talk about Steph Curry. The refs recently introduced a rule where it's really hard for offensive players to call fouls on them. What do you think about that? Do you think that's going to affect Stephen Curry? Because he is known for drawing a lot of fouls, especially at the three-point line. Yes, it will affect him a little bit, but someone of his caliber, like it won't stop him or anything like that. Maybe it will affect him at first, but he'll adjust. Okay. Yeah. Um, and at the five seed, I got the Clippers. So they do, first of all, they have talented players and we've seen in the playoffs last year, they made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals without Kawhi for the second half of the playoffs. And first of all, my prediction is this year, Paul George will be an MVP candidate. So he's had struggles in the past for sure with consistency. But if you remember back in Indiana, when he's the star player and he's forced to step up, he has done exactly that. So I think he'll be able to step up and average something close to like, um, like 26, five and five. So I think he'll be an MVP candidate. And he has very talented players around him with Reggie Jackson and others. So, um, yeah, I think they'll be a good team. So what really is the deal with Paul George? Do you think he has like a mental barrier preventing him from performing amazing? Or do you think his skill is just lacking? Is it a mind game or a physical game? I for sure think it's a mind game because he literally has the entire package and on offense and defense, which you can't say for most players. And I feel like for him, a big thing is he sometimes, especially when playing with other stars, he may kind of fade to the back. And then also when he's missing, yeah, sometimes it just gets in his head but um as, when he's forced to when he's forced to be the star i actually do believe in him he proved it he could do that in indiana and i think he'll do it again okay um and at the sixth seed i got the dallas mavericks so they're uh okay they have a pu- uh, proven system with luka Doncic having the ball and playmaking and scoring and they have great shooters around him and their defense is not it's, it's not great, but it's solid. So that system is, has been proven to work. I know this uh, one, this is actually last year, there are five seed. So this won't be any much, much of an improvement. I just think the West is too good. And do you believe Luca is an MVP candidate this year? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. The only thing I think will hold him back maybe is the standing because a six seed usually won't win MVP, but he'll be a candidate at the very least, just because he'll put up his regular numbers. All right. Um, as a seven seed, I got the Portland Trailblazers. So except for a few seasons that have been exceptions, the Trailblazers have usually been at the bottom half of the playoffs uh, this past five years or so. And it's due to the br- brilliance of Damian Lillard. And he does have some offensively gifted teammates like CJ McCollum, and they could create their own shot. And obviously you've seen how valuable that is come playoff time, but they just, they don't have the necessary defense and they haven't really made that much adjustments to their roster compared to some of these other teams. So I think they'll be around the same seven seed. All right. So how far do you think the Blazers are going to go in the playoffs? I mean, they've been a good team. Don't get me wrong. They've been very consistent, but they've always been coming short in the playoffs. What do you think they need to change to get better? And how far do you think they're going to go at their current state? I hundred percent think it all starts with their defense for them. Cause if you look at the numbers, their offense has always been like top five, top 10, uh, actually top five uh, through a lot of these like past five years. So the, offensively, they're completely fine. But on defense, they've been lit up like constantly in the regular season and the playoffs just because they have so many weak links on defense. 
So um, yeah, they just have to get more defensive personnel. And if that means trading some of their like co-stars or um, other role players, like even CJ McCollum, for example, I think they'll have to do that. Like it all, everything has to center around Damian Lillard. And right now their biggest weakness is defense. So yeah. Okay. Um, and at the eighth seed, I got uh, a change in the Timberwolves. So first of all, in terms of talent, the Timberwolves are a great team. They got Anthony Edwards, who I think will be a 20 plus point scorer this year. D'Angelo Russell, who I think will also hover or be close to that 20 point mark. And Carlin D. Towns, who, as you know, puts up crazy numbers whenever he's healthy. So they have great talented players. It's just they've like consistently year after year underperformed from their talent, whether it be injuries, coaching, or just like lack of chemistry. But I do believe this year, just through talent, I think they'll be able to make the eight seed. All right. That's a hot take. Yeah. All right, so yeah, those are his predictions for the Western Conference of the NBA. How the NBA works is the best teams in the East and the best teams in the West in the playoffs play against each other, and only the top one team from each side play in the finals. Now we're going to talk about our predictions for the Eastern Conference. So in the Eastern Conference, the first seed, in my opinion, is the Nets. It's extremely popular, and they're just an overall amazing team, especially on offense. Their whole offense revolves around Kevin Durant, and they got amazing Harden, who gives a ton of assists, and they got great shooters in Joe Harris. Even the question of Kyrie, is he going to come back? Is he not? I don't think they need him. And I think it's a good idea to even trade him to get better defensive players, because I think that's where they struggle. However, their offensive power... Their offensive firepower is so insane. I think they'll make the number one seed. So um, with the Nets, I feel like the biggest question is Kyrie Irving. Do you think his uh, absence from the team will mess with their chemistry or create locker room problems? Or you don't think that'll affect them enough to hurt their chances? So personally, I think the issue with Kyrie is not directly against his team. He doesn't have a public at least beef with any of them he's just like in his own head he's trying to support minority groups which which is respectable but it's not great for the team so I think if he does decide to come back there are going to be no hard feelings they probably understand what he's doing but it's just a question of if he comes back he's extremely flaky at this point okay yeah that makes sense all right at the number two seed I got the former NBA champions the Bucks. I think they're going to be led by Giannis and Giannis is only getting better, not just physically. He's getting a lot smarter. Last year, he really proved that when he literally single-handedly led the Bucks to the finals. I think Drew Holiday's becoming a much better player, shooter, and he's getting better at communicating with the other players too. Obviously, they also have Chris Middleton who can create his own shots from pretty much anywhere. And I think that combination is really deadly. Do you think Giannis would need to develop a jump shot for them to sustain this level of success or even get make another run to the championship? Or you think that's not necessary? I think obviously it would help, but for him, it's really not necessary because they have other shooters on the floor. They have Chris Middleton, they have Drew Holiday, and they can take the jump shots. Giannis is just so good at getting rebounds, posting up and just driving directly to the hoop. I think whenever he decides to do anything other than drive, it's a loss for the Bucks. Okay. Makes sense, yeah. So at the third seat, I really do believe that the Heat are going to take it. They got a great center around Jimmy Butler, and they got great players like Bam Adebayo and Kyle Lowry, who can really facilitate the ball well. I think this is relatively high, but I think this season they're really going to bring it. Okay. Um, what do you think, though, about last season's postseason collapse they had um, in the first round against 
Wait, can we redo that? Sorry. Yeah. That was again. I'm trying to remember who they were. Oh, playing. They lost to the Bucks, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so okay, three, two, one, go. So, what do you think though about last season's postseason collapse the Heat had against the Bucks? Like they looked completely lost. So, how do you think they'll make a jump to the three seed? I think it's just a mental game for at, at this point. They've proven they're extremely talented. For example, in the 2020 bubble championships, they made it all the way to the finals and they got two games in the finals, which is really impressive for a team of that caliber. And this team has only improved since then. I think last year, they were still a little bit recovering from that loss. They had a ton of playoff pressure revolving around being in the finals. And this year, I think they're much smarter and they have greater chemistry. And I think they'll take the third seed. Okay, okay. In the fourth seed, I have the 76ers. This team is bringing up a lot of questions due to Ben Simmons' issues. He's been on the team. He's been off the team. Recently, he just got suspended for not showing in enough effort. So I think he's really going to be the determining factor on if they make it. Because obviously, the team revolves around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is an insane center, probably top three in the NBA right now. And he's been putting up amazing stats, points, rebounds, assists, blocks, you name it. And so I think he will definitely carry the team on his back with or without Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons comes on the team, which is he's an amazing passer, huge key on defense, I think they'll take the fourth seed. Okay. Do, do you think at this point with the whole Ben Simmons saga, they should just trade him immediately, even if it means lowering his uh, trade stock because he's been like, quote unquote, a cancer to the team? Or do you think they should wait it out and see what happens? I genuinely think they should wait it out because the past few years, the whole core of the team has been around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. They have amazing chemistry. And so once they get that going again, I think he'll be the best fit in Philadelphia. He also okay. brings a ton of defensive help. Like I think without him, the defense would definitely cripple. Okay, okay. Okay. At the fifth seed, I have the Celtics because I think the duo of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is pretty much unstoppable. They have great chemistry together. They've been teammates for multiple years. And Jason Tatum is one of the best players in the NBA. He's extremely versatile. He can shoot. He can drive. He can post up. He can pretty much do anything, especially at his size. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think in the six seeds, we got the Bulls. They have an amazing starters. They have Caruso, they have DeRuzan, they have Vucevic, and they have Levine. And I think this team is generally going to center around Levine, but their passing has been insane this year. They've showed it in the preseason. They have great chemistry and they have each individual players who can take their own and create the shots, which is extremely important in this day and age. 100%. Elk. What, what do you think though about their, uh, especially this team's like, extremely new do you think they'll have enough chemistry to make a run at the spa or honestly yes it is an extremely new formed team but based on the past results they've performed extremely well in the preseason they've shown us a bunch of not only fun highlights but examples of true chemistry especially in Alex Caruso he was often a meme in the Lakers he was often bullied in the Lakers but now I think he's really going to find his voice and get the respect he deserves 100 percent okay in the seventh seed this time, I have the Hawks. Yes, this might be by, yes, this might be pretty low considering they made the conference semis last time, but they have an amazing chemistry. They have Trey Young, which they're going to pretty much revolve the whole team around, but they don't have that much experience yet, especially not at the high level. So I think they're going to perform well, but in the playoffs, it's very variable. And in the regular season, I think they will do well, but they're not going to make it to the top. I think they're going to be the seventh seed. But don't you think, though, their conference finals appearance kind of proved themselves? Or you think they still have too many weaknesses for 
I think they still have too many holes in their games. For example, yes, it revolves around Trey Young, but they don't really have that strong of a cast around him. I don't definitely don't think they're a championship team. And yes, it happened in the past, but I think they're going to struggle a lot more this time, especially with healthy teams like the Bucks, the Nets, and the 76ers. Okay, so a little more of like a fluke season, like yeah. last year. Okay. Yeah. And in the eighth seed, the bottom, I got the Knicks. I think they will make the playoffs, but it's going to be very close. Last year in the playoffs, they did not perform well. They got, I think, 4-1, lost to the Hawks. Yeah, I think they lost 4-1 to the Hawks, but I think the team is still strong. They have a really good power in Gus Randall, and I think the great overall team, as well as the chemistry and the overall environment, they are the highest valued team in the NBA. I think all those factors are going to contribute to an amazing season for them. Okay. So I just wanted to ask you about what you think of the Hornets. So they've been like, a lot of people think they can make the playoffs, at least with LaMelo, he's just going to get better. Do you think they have enough? Like, or why do you think they don't have enough to make a run at the playoffs? So in my opinion, I feel like LaMelo is good, but he is not up to the hype. For example, he can shoot, but he hasn't really shown characteristics of being able to fully carry a team yet. Last time they did not perform that well. They barely made it to the, did they make it to the playoffs? Uh, Plains. Yeah, they barely made it to the play-ins and then they just got exposed. So I think LaMelo has potential. I think he will be good in the future, but it's too early for him. It's only his second year. Okay, that totally, yeah, that makes sense. All right, and there we go. These are our predictions for the NBA. Please let us know what you guys think and hope you enjoyed this podcast. We'll see you.